Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis. Welcome to our listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Thank you to Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group for your sponsorship of Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. And if you want to purchase a home or refinance a home, Joe and his team can help you with the title work and your real estate closing. Just give him a call at 901-289-5821. What is your real estate story? You can call us while we're live today at 901-535-9732. Today is December the 9th, 2017. Our general topic is dream it, do it. Make your wishes come true with real estate. You're going to hear some true stories from some homeowners who have pushed through some obstacles to make their dreams come true in real estate. And we're going to share with you some guidance for your path so that you can take home some bragging rights when you pocket the keys to your own home. Sitting in the uh, co-host chair, it's great having you back in the studio, Tom It is. Good to be back. You're the expert real estate appraiser with Bill King Company. You know, here is the go-to guy when you want to know the true value of a home before you buy it or sell it. And with over 40 years appraising in uh, Shelby County, Tipton, and Fayette County, Tennessee areas. I believe, Tom, that you probably know a thing or two about values in our area. Yes, Joe, it's good to be back. Uh, My name is Tom King. I'm a real estate appraiser. I do Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County in uh, Tennessee. I'm a second-generation appraiser with over 40 years' experience, and uh, I love what I do. I love helping people and talking to people and uh, uh, trying to to uh, guide them through the way to uh, either sell their house for the best price or uh, uh, just help them out in any way I can. What are some types of appraisers, appraisals that you do, Tom? Well, I do a mortgage loan, relocation. A lot of times people want to pay cash for a house and want to be good stewards of their money and want an appraisal based on that. And uh, sometimes for people putting their home on the market, they uh, they want to know what value to put on. I give them guidelines for that in the way of an appraisal and all that other good stuff. Estates, taxes, divorce, just about anything you can think of. How do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. Well, you know, the United States President Theodore Roosevelt said this, Every person who invests in well-selected real estate in a growing section of a prosperous community adopts the surest and safest method of becoming independent for real estate is the basis of wealth, unquote. And if you want to have a happy story to tell about your home purchase, know the value before you make an offer or take an offer. It's one of the most important cards you hold in your hand. And Tom, can you guide us on how we can do our homework to find the value of a home? What are some preliminary steps that a person can take? And then what serious steps can they take before buying or selling a home? All right. One of the things that I think people do, and I'll give a quick story about this, is maybe they'll use one of these automated value techniques. On the internet. (laughs) On the internet. I'm not going to name them, but uh, uh, they they say, well, this is what my house is worth. And uh, 
I did an appraisal uh, the other day for a lady. For it was a mortgage loan appraisal. And I said, "You didn't list your house." I noticed that. Uh, how did you market your house? And they said, "Well, we just put it on uh, Facebook, and uh, we sold it within 24 hours." And I said, "Well, that's fantastic. You sold your house so fast." Well, that night I worked up the. I was working up the appraisal, and the house sold for like 295,000. I said, "This these people sold this house way too cheap." Said this appraisal's coming in at three ten, three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars, and basically what happened is maybe through an automated valuation technique and <coughs> that did not take into consideration the granite countertops, the swimming pool, and all this kind of stuff, it lowered the value, and you know they they left about twenty thousand dollars on the table, and Ouch. That, that's not that's not good. That's not good. So, uh, you know, if he had a good appraisal, we would have been okay. You know, they, they could have put a lot more money in their pocket. Absolutely. Well, for sellers, uh, that's good advice is to go ahead and get try to find out ahead of time what the value is. I know a lot of people will, if they're using a realtor, they'll get the realtor to look at their uh, MLS and try to get some ideas. But some people, if you're doing a cash deal, especially investors, I work with a lot of investors. If you're doing a cash deal, Tom, what what's your advice? Well, if you're doing a cash deal, let's let's get an appraisal on it uh Find out, or if you don't want to spend the money on an appraisal, get a real estate agent that knows that area. Maybe give them a call and say, here's what I'm uh, paying for this house. Give me some advice. There's a lot of, uh, I'm going to call uh, non-market sales or non-arms-length sales in there that can skew a market either mm-hmm. way. And that can also uh, have an impact on these automatic uh, valuation methods. Well, in, when, we, when we come back later in the show, Tom is going to be sharing with you what type of renovations and what type of repairs give you the most uh, value per dollar. And we're going to be talking about that later in the show. But if you're a buyer and you want to run a brilliant play and you have a great story to share with your family after you've purchased your home, here's some coaching pointers to practice. Know the value of your home before you make an offer on it. It's not just the value of the one home, but what direction are the values going in the whole entire neighborhood? Consult with a reputable realtor who knows the area that's going to interest you. Here's another one. Know your own comfort level on a house payment and a down payment. Some mortgage software programs might approve you for a lot higher payment than you can easily pay. You want to enjoy making the payments when you're in the house. Don't go buy what a mortgage loan officer tells you to. Go through your bank statements, your credit card statements, review your income, and uh, several financial gurus have said that your total house payment with taxes and insurance should not exceed 25% to 30% of your monthly gross income. Some of them warn against not having all of your debt go over 38% to 43% of your gross monthly income. So, you know, bear those things in mind. We're going to cover a few more um, of these coaching tips, if you will, later in the show. But right now, I want you to hear from a friend of ours, a retired U.S. Navy line commander. She spent her life moving around with the military. Thank you, Peggy Lau, for being on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Peggy Lau is a uh, retired U.S. Navy line commander. And Peggy, I believe you've spent several years in the military. You've probably moved around quite a bit, haven't you? Yes, I have. After 25 years, I have moved a number of times, sometimes within the same year. Oh, my goodness. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, your experience in buying homes. Uh, what made you want to buy your own home? What were some of your challenges? How did you overcome those? Well, it's important to own, I realized, early on in my career um, because I didn't want to pay somebody else rent 
and purchase their home. So I decided that I would put the money up and invest in the home, it, and it would put the money back in my pocket. Mm-hmm. What were some of the challenges that you experienced? Well, first of all, the military, or the Navy anyway, only gives you three days to go shopping for a home. So we would always try a holiday weekend, and then you got to find a realtor who works on that weekend, on a holiday weekend, <laughs> to work with. And then you got to work them to death <laughs> you don't have much time. Right. So how many days, and again, did they give you to look for houses? Three. Three days until you married that in with a uh, holiday weekend to give you a couple extra days? Yes. Oh, my goodness. The only way we could make it work. Well, so you find the house that you want. You've done this several times because I'm assuming you transfer many times over 25 years. Yes, I certainly did. What are some of the advantages that you enjoy on owning your own house? Well, you know, I get to personalize it, make it my own. Um, I get to invest in it, knowing that I'm going to get the investment back. Mm-hmm. When I look for a house, I I go beyond just, oh, that's pretty wallpaper. I look at gutters and the structure, you know, the integrity of the home, because I, I want to make it a good investment. Right. You look at what's going on in the market around it and uh, try to set Absolutely. yourself up so that when you sell it, you're going to make a profit. If you have any... Right. I'd, even go, I'd even go sit after I had seen the homes, like around the time school got out to watch what activity was going on in the neighborhood, whether I liked it or not. Wow, and you only had a few days to do that, too. Exactly. Well, what words of encouragement do you have for other people who are thinking, trying to decide whether they want to rent or whether they want to buy, maybe even some encouragement for other veterans? Well, you know, renting has its benefits, but in the long run, when you're trying to look at your retirement, possibly, you will be very, very happy that you bought because you now have an investment that the, the funds uh, come back to you. Right, instead of the landlord. Peggy Lau, right. thank you so much for joining us on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and uh, we'll talk to you again later. You're more than welcome. All right, so what are you wishing for during this season of love and promise? Do it, dream it, make your wishes come true with real estate. More inside tips and stories when we come back. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Pat Goldstein. I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop in Memphis and North Mississippi. All right. Well, you got to dream it, do it, make your wishes come true with real estate. And you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, and I'm a mortgage officer, mortgage expert. I would love to talk with you about what your wishes are and help you make your wishes come true for yourself and those you love. So connect with me at jogarner.com. And you can also call me the old-fashioned way, 901-482-0354. You know, we say on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, do, Do it, it today. today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. So today is December 9th, and uh, you can call us while we're live in the studio today, Tom, at 
901-535-9732. All right. We're going to do a little thing that we do about once a month called Let's Talk Shop. Talk Shop's business tip for real estate pros. And we'll talk about Talk Shop for a second. Talk Shop offers free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate or in business. And Talk Shop is made possible by our financial supporters and sponsors and advertisers. For more about Talk Shop, go to talkshoppe.com. For our Talk Shop business tip, we have Talk Shop advertiser John Dancy of Auto Appraisal Group Incorporated. John has the technical tools to tell you if a car you're about to buy has had body work before. He can appraise automobiles for insurance documentation and estate settlements and a whole lot more. John, what is our Talk Shop business tip for real estate professionals today? Autos are the second most expensive purchase. Getting a pre-purchase inspection from the auto appraisal group and get the most value when using your home equity line of credit to purchase a car. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about um, what's the correlation there with your car and your and your real estate values. Uh, they both, uh, a lot of times you buy stuff on emotional values, mm-hmm. cars or autos, and you do not make a as wise a decision when you use your emotions in buying, making a big purchase. You know, we were talking about that. John and I are both involved with Talk Shop about how 90% of a purchase, the decision is made from emotion and only 10% is made from logic. And you know, what we want to encourage you to do today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop is take a deep breath, Mm -hmm. (laughs) step back if you're getting ready to buy a car or buy a house and get the facts Think about that logically. You're going to have to force yourself because it's natural that we make our decisions 90% emotion, most people, and 10% logic. Right, that's correct. Pretty good tip. And that goes yes. for cars as well as houses, doesn't right. it, John? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. John, I got a question for you. What's, what are the services you offer your clients? Give us an example of that. Uh, pre-purchase inspections. Uh, we go look at the vehicle before you decide to buy it and make sure everything is legitimate. A lot of people now buy vehicles online and do not see the vehicle and I'm your eyes and ears of your vehicle before you actually make the decision to purchase it. And you've got a lot of knowledge about classic cars. You have knowledge about, you've got all these little gadgets that you can tell what's really going on behind the paint on these cars. We call it a paint meter and it tells you if it's ever been painted and any body work, bondo, fiberglass, any body issues prior to the... Recovery. What about flooding? Because I know we've had a lot of... Uh, some of my customers that are... After they buy their house, because we tell them don't buy the car before you buy the house. Right. Buy the car after you buy your house. Uh, but their their concerns are, what about uh, these cars coming up from these hurricanes? Yes, yeah, you, can, you can tell by smells and... Uh, dampness in the interior, past stains and stuff, whether the vehicle has been involved in a flood. Okay. But sometimes they can cover that up. It takes a real expert to yes. be able to really know. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. they, they can cover it up, but it's, you know, a lot more investigating and time that I take with an appraisal, I can detect that. Well, before we go to you, Tom, I want to also kind of uh, seg- segue off of what John Dancy said. There's a lot behind the paint on houses, too, and there is a difference between an appraisal and a home inspection. Now, <clears throat> appraisals are required on mortgages. We want to know what the value is on that house. And I know you do some uh, inspections some, somewhat yourself, Tom, but now a home inspector is a home inspection is not required, but we recommend it. I, I recommend that too. Talk about the difference, Tom, between a home inspection and a home appraiser. Well, a home appraiser mainly looks at value. I mean, 
I look at the big things, the really big things, like is the roof really worn out? I'm not a roof expert, but I can k- kind of tell if it's got a lot, lot of age on there, missing shingles, and I take pictures, things like that. But uh, but that impacts the value. I can look at rotted wood and, and take pictures of that. But when it comes to a cracked heat exchanger or uh, an air conditioner that, that is undercharged or maybe on its last leg, I don't know a thing about that. And so I look at look at it from a valuation point of view and mortgage loan is is the mortgage loan going to be secure basically and a home inspector tests the the outlets uh the oven the dishwasher all all of that stuff and looks at the heat make sure there's no uh carbon monoxide coming out of it things like that that i do not do we don't have Mm -hmm. to now on fhas we have to go into a little bit deeper detail but it's still not a not a home inspection, and at the bottom of it, it said it says on every appraisal I do for FHA that I think that's FHA verbiage. Then this is made for mortgage loan purposes only, and is not representative of a, a guarantee of the conditions or or uh, the function workman, works uh, workmanship of the uh, appliances and and uh, physical items and things like that. Well, we do recommend an, uh, an inspection. This is one of the largest investments you're ever going to make is your home. And, you know, spend, you know, two, 250 300 bucks on a home inspection. I would do that after you write the contract. A lot of my clients, what they'll do is they'll write a contract subject to a, prof- a satisfactory professional inspection and that they approve it. So that way they know before they spend the money that this is going to be a real deal. And, you know, Joe, I've... I've come into a lot of times where we're making the appointment said can you delay the appraisal a little bit because we're going to get the home inspection on tuesday we'd like for the appraisal to be made on thursday so that there's something really big in that home inspection right it can be incorporated into the offer that they put on the house so right. it all it all blends in if they need to go if they need to change the price on the house, it is important that uh, we have the correct final price before we send that contract over to you, Tom, the appraiser. Uh, we have to have a fully executed contract before we can do the appraisal. So, uh, mm-hmm. And a lot of times, uh, you know, addendums are left off, and we want to make sure everything's right. Because if you give us an addendum, a contract with two addendums that says the price is uh, 260000 <laughs> And then you leave off that third addendum that says, "Oh, we we found some stuff wrong with the house. We moved, we changed the price up to two hundred and sixty-three, two hundred sixty-four thousand. You know, it's not fair to the buyer or the seller. And sometimes they'll go up on the price in lieu of the sellers paying for some of those things, and that affects. So you want to yeah. make sure that you don't change the price after the appraisal has been ordered. So very good point. Let me ask you, Tom." For people out there who are thinking about renovating a house or maybe doing some major repairs and making an investment in that, what type of renovations and improvements on a home add the most value per dollar spent on the renovation? Well, Joe, I, you know, we keep saying this and it doesn't change, but if you work on the kitchen first or the bath second, that is the very best thing you could do. Everyone wants the solid surface countertops, whether quartz or uh, I've seen some that are even concrete stained concrete or uh granite things like that that's what people really want the tile backsplashes are big if you've got a vinyl floor you may want to put a tile floor in there the flooring that the 
that they're coming out with now is just absolutely amazing. It looks like hardwood, and it's bulletproof. Your dog and cat can't scratch it or <laughs> anything like that. It's waterproof, and it's just fantastic. So uh, that's the first thing you do. The second thing is is uh, fix up that master bath, maybe some new tile. I see a lot of times where people take out the bathtub and put in a big stall shower. That's that's one of those things that that adds a lot of lot to the value. So uh, do things like that. Also look around your house on the outside. Make sure I, I call look at the blind side of your house, the side opposite the garage where you come in and out of all the time. And look for some rotted wood or some missing shingles, things like that, and get those things fixed on the front end, and it'll save you a whole lot of problems on the back end when We've it's time to sell. got about 30 seconds. What's some things that, that do not add a lot of value? Oh, huge additions. I was in a house in Germantown where the lady liked to entertain. She put a, a 30-foot wide by 50-foot long one room in on the side of their house. And uh, that really, if I told her, I said, if you're going to build that house again, would you build it that way? And she said, no. <laughs> if that's the question, then you're really not putting a good addition on your house. Well, you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Subscribe to at jogarner.com or just email me, jo at jogarner.com. You'll get our weekly podcast. You'll get our show notes and a whole lot more. We will not sell your email address we want to stay friends with you tom how do we contact you give me a call at 901-487-6989 and we have john dancy in the studio now with uh, auto appraisal group our talk shop business tip and uh, um, expert and john on auto appraisals how do we contact you Uh, 901-343-2684 all right and you can call us in the studio right now at 535-9732 we'll see you guys back in (laughs) just a moment the mid-south's only home for news weather and traffic news talk 600 wrec wegrhd2 memphis and iheart radio station i'm troy mcdonald and i'm lynn mcdonald with the the aaron mcdonald Mcdonald insurance Agency. agency from memphis tennessee and you're listening to the real estate mortgage shop and now back to your host joe garner All right, joy to the world. Dream it, do it, make your wishes come true with real estate. I'm telling you, I could listen to Whitney Houston all morning with that now. Yeah, that's that's some good stuff. That's some good Christmas music right there. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I'd love for you to connect with me at jogarner.com, or you could call me just the old-fashioned way, 901-482-0354. You know, we were talking about some coaching tips on before you go buy one of the biggest investments you're ever going to make in your life, some things that you need to do. And earlier in the show, we talked about know the value of your home. We talked about staying within your comfort level on your house payment and on your down payment. Here's another one. You probably have heard this from other radio hosts and authors to always have enough emergency funds to help you through a rainy day. 
And if you're short on funds to close and you need to keep some money in that emergency fund, we can go treasure hunting together. We can find money that you didn't even know you had. (laughs) There's down payment assistance out there. There's cash values on life insurance. You would be amazed where I can find help you find money. So uh, give me a call and let's talk about your specific situation. Here's another point. Put experienced, reputable real estate professionals on your team. This is one of the biggest investments you'll ever make. Make sure you have an expert realtor, a lender, home inspector, closing attorney. The experts can save you from making very expensive mistakes. Here's another coaching tip. Get your loan pre-approved before you step outside your door to look for a home. With the shortage of inventory right now across the nation that we're seeing, it is very probable that the day you find the house you can't live without, there are going to be two competing offers on that house. So let's talk. We're going to plan our strategy. And if you want to do your loan online, if you're an online person, you can go to jogarner.evolve.mortgage. And that's using HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash because it is a secure site. But let's you and I talk. Tell me what you want, and I can guide you along on your financing part to make it as smooth as possible. So make your plan, work your plan. Of course, if the deal works for you today, do it today. I wanted you to hear some uh, stories from some customers and what their story is, how they overcame barriers and got to their dream and made their wishes come true. We have Kathy on the line, and Kathy, thank you so much for agreeing to call Real Estate Mortgage Shop and share your home buying story with our listeners. I had the privilege of being on Kathy's uh, home buying journey as her lender recently, and I was really impressed with her and her uh, thought process and how she went about uh, getting to her dream. Kathy, tell us a little bit about your experience and how you came to buy your own house. I think it's something that everybody kind of assumes will be down the line at some point. Um, I am single and I've been employed um, pretty consistently and have been in Memphis for quite some time without much intention to leave soon. So I started just looking at my finances and thinking about the long-term investment that buying a home would be and it. It made sense to me to do it at this time. Right. And you had mentioned to me, you said, hey, I, I'm tired of making my landlord's mortgage payment. I want to make my own, buy my own my own piece of uh, America. Right. When I, when I started to look at my finances and think, you know, my rent seems pretty fair to me. I love my apartment. I always have. Um, I've been there for five years. But when I started to calculate the rent that I'd paid over five years' time, never mind the rent that I've paid in my lifetime at other properties, um, it was a little bit sickening to realize exactly how much I paid on somebody else's one particular mortgage. <laughs> I started to realize that if I prioritized the home buying, um, you know, journey a little bit more, that that could have been, you know, three years paid in on my own mortgage. And so I, I didn't want to waste any more time. And I made that decision actually very quickly. And from initial decision to closing was probably only about 60 days. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, you know, Kathy, if you don't mind, uh, could you share with us what were some of the reasons that were causing you to delay that decision? Well, I think um, you and I had kind of talked a little bit about statistics of my generation. Uh, You know, in my, I've been in my late 20s, early 30s during this past experience to decide to buy a home. And I've loved traveling ever since I got out of college. I've really prioritized my discretionary income for travel and I, you know, just different experiences, being able to um, go places with friends at the drop of a hat. And so I think it was a little bit scary to me to be what I always considered to be house poor, where, (laughs) um, you know, even if my income is the same and it's a smart investment, I just would have to be a little bit more cautious about 
spending frivolously. Uh-huh. And so I think that's what really set me back. But then when I started to, to stop and think about it, you know, I realized that if you calculate your finances right and decide what home you can really afford and shop within your means, it doesn't mean that your quality of life or, or the things that you do in your free time have to change. That's You're such a smart lady, and that's one reason I just am so glad that you agreed to be on Real Estate Mortgage Shop to share your story with other people. And uh, what words of encouragement, uh, Kathy, do you have for our listeners out there? I would just really say make it a priority and sit down, even if you don't think you'll be ready to buy a house in the next year or two, still sit down and understand with your current income, your current situation, what that would look like for you today so that you can know how much of a down payment you need to have and really understand your options. For me, an important thing to realize was that there are other options rather than always putting exactly 20% down. Um, there's options to leave a little more cash flow for you so that you don't have to drain your savings. Mm-hmm. So I would say no matter when you think that might be the right time for you, go ahead and start looking at what that, what that could look like. Right, exactly. And uh, Kathy, and as you know, some of you out there, you can get in for 20% down, you can get in for nothing down. There are so many different programs out there that can help you get to the place where our caller here, Kathy, is today. And Kathy, I give you big kudos for thinking ahead and doing the right thing. And uh, thank you so much for sharing your story with our listeners on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. My absolute pleasure. Thank you, Joe real estate, real estate investing and how I got interested. Really, I was pretty young when I I found early on that people who had financial freedom and who had had enough money really where they didn't have to worry about it, every one of them that I read about had started in real estate. Well, it was nothing that I didn't want for my own life. I wanted financial freedom, even as a young person. And the one nice thing was it wasn't really work to me. I loved it so much. I loved going around looking at houses and thinking about investing in houses and how could I do it and how could I get in. And so it was early on that my husband and I started buying properties and investing in properties and and fixing them up. And, and I can remember uh, taking just a little bit of money and investing in a property that was like out in Germantown that was not in one of the bigger subdivisions, sort of in a smaller subdivision. Uh-huh. You know, years later, I sold that property and paid off my main house. Wow. So real estate has been so good to me. Uh, and the thing is, it's just been so much fun. Uh, it's not something that I considered work. And even my sons helped me. I mean, I can remember them getting up on the roof and doing some shingles, and I can remember them <laughs> Uh, after we, you know, we would buy these houses and we would rent them out because mm-hmm. I would teach them, hey, if, you know, you might not can pay for a whole house, if, but you can let somebody else pay for it for you. That's right. And That's right. So, so I would rent it out. And I'm not a slumlord, though. I can tell you that. Yeah. It always costs me. I always try to fix it up like I'm going to live in it myself. You have a real talent for that, Lema, to um, go in and see how a property can really look great. And you you have a talent for that. Lema Russell has been part of my investment journey, even when I first got into real estate many, many years ago. And I was always impressed, Lema, with how you could go into a place and see it for how it could look. And what you're saying is you go in and you buy these distress, sometimes distressed properties and you go in and you make them look really 
good. They really pop when you get finished, and people want to move in and make that payment for you. You know, Joe, I was doing it long before the flip houses on TV. I really loved going in and saying, hey, you know, if we can take out this wall, this will make this look so much better. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. I mean, and I had fun with it, too. Well, you do have fun. I love talking with you, Layman. I wanted to get you on the radio show so that you, people, other people out there could hear your story because you do it just because you love it. You just happen to make money and while you're doing it, but you, you would do it. I, I believe, Layman, you would do this even if you, if you didn't make a lot of money, but you do. You're absolutely right. It's just one of the things that I love to do. It's like I play the piano at my church and I say, and I tell them all the time, hey, I would do this for free because this is something that is a calling. It's, it's a love. And really, that's what real estate is for me. It's a love. And I love seeing a distressed property and being able to go in and see it transformed. It's just like a, anything that's ugly that you make beautiful. It's just a good feeling when you get through. And another good feeling, too, Lema, is because you are investing in properties and getting someone else to make your mortgage payments, pay those things off, it has created a vehicle to put you in a financially independent position. And real estate has the ability, owning real estate has the ability to make you financially independent. I would say it's one of the better ways. Yes. It's one of the safer ways, Joe. You could invest in stocks and bonds, and you could lose, like I've seen people do every. I've seen them lose everything. But even in the bubble that we had a few years ago, all you have to do is sit tight. That's right. I mean, and real estate is still there. And real estate is going to be a thing that always is because, you know what, everybody needs a home. That's right. Well, Lama Russell, thank you for taking a moment to talk with us on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and thank you for being part of my personal journey many, many years ago. And uh, and thank you for being in mind, Joe. Thank you very much. That was Lama Russell, real estate investor, and uh, very passionate about what she does. Thank you. News, weather, traffic, and people talking about things. News Talk 600 WREC and 600WREC.com. Hi, I'm Gwen Christensen with Builders Floors Interiors. We're located near the Wolf Chase Mall in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to Joe Garner, your host. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings to you. Okay, love me some Elvis Christmas music. Yes. Dream it, do it, make your wishes come true with real estate. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and I would love to connect with you. You can go to jogarner.com, subscribe. We'll send you our weekly podcast and our show notes. And we can just stay in touch. Call me. And in the studio, we have, uh, and by the way, you can also find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust here in the Memphis area, but I work in every state of the union. Uh, Tom King, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. John Dancy, Auto uh, Appraisal Group. Uh, 901-343-2684. Okay, we're going to do our real estate tip of the week. John Dancy with Auto Appraisal Group. What's our real estate tip of the week? I see people using home equity loans to purchase other homes, autos, and other large purchases. You know, 
using the home equity loan, always check with your CPA. But, I, you know, John, I've seen a lot of people use their equity lines to buy a lot of different, like different properties. They'll right. buy a rental property with their equity line. They'll yes. buy cars. I mean, there's so many things that you can do if you own your home versus being a renter. So right. leverage a lot of things to build your wealth. Yes. Thank you for that real estate tip of the week. Got some mm-hmm. announcements. Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock at Nova Copy Conference Center over at 7251 Appling Farms Parkway, Memphis, Tennessee. This Wednesday, December 13th, 2017, Talk Shop presents Let's Celebrate Each Other Networking Party. This party is open for other networking groups to join us over at Talk Shop. We've got some food, we've got some fun, and some building some business relationships. Talk Shop would like to say thank you for your support of our business community, and we'd like to say thank you to Heather Donahue of Clean and Pink Residential Cleaning Service. She pays attention to the details that matter to you. They even mix their own cleaning solutions for the best results for your home. Cleaning. It says uh, it's cleaning. It's a science, not a chore. Call Heather at 901-834-3195, cleanandpink.com. Thank you to Tim Gilliland of BackupRx.com for keeping Talk Shop's data backed up and keeping us safe. Thank you to Joe Rojas of Quality Title Pros for sponsoring this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. For your real estate closings, call Joe at 901-289-5821. Got a quick challenge for you. Jack Redden was a licensed uh, counselor, and when he retired, he hung out at Talk Shop for many years, and he would um, be available for coffee for people going through a hard time, going through a divorce or loss of a family member, loss of a job. Jack always gave us a challenge, and Jack has uh, passed away now, and we still miss Jack. But Jack, would, I'm going to give Jack's challenge out to you guys for during this holiday season. If you know somebody who is alone or somebody who has suffered a loss, think of that person right now. Give them a call. Invite them out to coffee. Spend a little time just being a friend to someone who uh, is going through a hard time right now. I challenge you, uh, Jack's challenge, to do that over the next couple of weeks and during the holiday season. Uh, Tom, I think you've got announcements. Yes. Bellevue Singing Christmas Tree starts started last night. We have two shows today, two shows tomorrow, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Go to Bellevue.org and, or come by the back of the sanctuary. I'll be running the big spotlight in the back of the sanctuary. Get, come by there and give me a call. But go to Bellevue.org to, to uh, get tickets there, or you can watch it. I think they stream it online at Bellevue.org. You can watch every, every performance live. Give me a call or come by and see me. Um, you know, they, they saw my amazing good looks and acting ability, and they said, why don't you go to the back of the sanctuary and shine a light on the people that actually do have amazing good looks and acting ability. And I said, oh, I know where my place is. I'm, I'm not a stage person. So uh, go out there and, and watch it. It's a fantastic show, a fantastic story, and uh, just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. I think you had a quote, didn't you? Oh, yes. If you're looking for a blizzard, go to Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got snow down in Houston. Yeah, I mean, snows wow. everywhere but here. Everybody everywhere but here in Memphis where we're broadcasting. Well, you know, for this podcast of Real Estate Mortgage Shop and more, go to jogarner.com. And we'd like to remind you 
out there. Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's, let's do, do it, it today. today. <laughs> All right. Well, we've enjoyed hanging out with you on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We've been talking about dream it, do it, make your wishes come true with real estate. This is kind of our Christmas show. And, um, you know, go back and listen to the podcast. You can hit jogarner.com. Our, this podcast will be loaded up on Monday. And you can also go to jogarner.com and catch some of our past podcasts. You can listen to them while you're driving, while you're at the gym. And we we try to offer you really good, pertinent information that will help you in your day-to-day real estate transactions. And maybe it's not you. Maybe it's for somebody you know. But um, love to connect with you. Subscribe at jogarner.com. We'll send you our weekly podcast and our show notes. You can hang out with me also in person if you're in the Memphis area at Evolve Bank and Trust. And I work in all states of the Union including Alaska and That's right. Hawaii and Maine. They just, they just said it snowed 10 inches in an hour up there. That's amazing. <laughs> That's an inch imagine. every six seconds. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's good to be in the south where it's nice and, uh, well, it may not be that warm, but, it, hey, the, the streets are clear. And, you know, we have a fantastic real estate market here in Memphis. If you're out in another area of the country, you may have a great real estate market, too. Uh, one thing about Memphis, though, is that you can buy a rental property and make a profit day one. That's so, right, Joe. And, you know, I, I talked to a man from France. He said, Memphis, Tennessee is the best place to buy real estate in the country. He had bought like 800 houses and wow. 2,000 apartment units. And this is like five or six years ago. Hmm. And just think what that man has done now, because wow. the values have definitely gone up. Right. Of course, you got to buy them right. And you got to buy Know the value. Know the value before you do it. So uh, know be what sure your about comfort level is. That's right. right. Know the, and know this market. I mean, just like uh, John says, you don't buy a car sight unseen. It's real tough to buy a house sight unseen. Get it. Get an impartial uh, appraisal, or contact an agent, or do something like that to try to find out if you're not throwing your money away. Yeah, that's right. Watch out for your investment. We hope you have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, Happy Love Season, Joy Season. I'm Joe Garner, your host, and uh, we'll see you guys back next week. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.